We continue our reading of Scripture, opening our hearts to God's Word. We turn to the Gospel according to Luke, the, the second chapter, beginning with the first verse. I'm betting that you've heard these words before. Maybe you'll hear them as if for the first time tonight. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All went to their towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. It's so wonderful to hear this story, to listen to this story again in this place, this night. It's a moment surrounded by darkness outside. It's a moment of stillness in the evening. And it's a, there's something sacred about this gathering where we hear this story. The story wants to convey to our hearts and to our lives the very essence of the gospel, the great promises of God, the important truths that God would shower upon all people everywhere. There is the maiden Mary and Joseph in this story. There's the emperor and the governor and this registration, there's this birth and the manger. 
They're the shepherds out in the fields and the angels coming and singing glory to God in the highest and then saying, do not fear. There's the good news. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This story, all the action, all the movement, this story wants to pour into our hearts, into our lives, the very essence of God's love and God's presence and God's promises. Here's the very good news of this story. First, God is with us. It's easy sometimes to feel pretty sure that God is not with us. Certain things happen that make us think that we're absolutely left on our own to find our own way. And this is just the way life is. We might affirm that God exists and God made the world maybe, but then the circumstances of life as they come to us make us feel that God is nowhere near. Like when your loved one dies and you have to figure out what life means again. Like when the bills continue to mount and you're not sure how you're going to get through. Or maybe it's the doctor who says there's cancer here and you realize that your life is going to get more complicated and maybe shorter than you had hoped. Or there are perplexing decisions that come our way or something else. And in all these moments, it can certainly feel like we are on our own and alone. But this Christmas story, this main message is that God is with us. The Word has become flesh. The God of the universe is actually in the world, born in a manger, whose birth is announced to shepherds in the fields. This is a depiction as vividly as it can get, that God is with us, in our midst, among us for real, not some distant and far-off God who might be active sometimes but really not involved with me. No, God is with us, with us, with us. God cares about you and me and what we're dealing with, with us. God's love covers us, way more than all the other things feel like they're covering and smothering us. God is with us. What's troubling you most this night? Is it some personal worry? Is it a recent um, deep loss? Is it some perplexing anxiety? God is with us, with you, with me, with us. That changes everything. We're never on our own. That's the message of this story, the first real message second god is for us perhaps you're living in these days with some massive guilt that slows you down and hampers your joy or perhaps you're dealing with circumstances of frustration and failure maybe a broken relationship maybe a difficulty with forgiveness and you're having a hard time finding your way. 
maybe Christian faith has been interpreted to you as mostly a bunch of rules. And you feel condemned. And you feel alienated. Here's what the angels said to the shepherds. For to you, this day in the city of David, a Savior, the Messiah. This intends to bring great joy to all people. This intends to inject peace into our hearts and into the world. God is not against us. God is for us. The God of the universe is on our side. The God of the universe is covering us with compassion and care, urging us to live with faith and hope, luring us to love and serve God and the world to make the world a better place. God is for us. And then one more point in this story. God is out ahead of us. In the overwhelming awe and in the light in the fields, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened. God is always at work ahead of us. God is out in front with all that awaits us. In our uncertainty, God is in front of us. In our fears, God is out ahead of us. In our continuing grief, in our hopes, in our dreams, God is already there ahead of us. We can say something similar to what the shepherd says. Let's go and see this thing that has happened. Let's go out into the future no matter what awaits us, knowing that God is ahead of us. Let's go knowing that God is already there to be with us and to be for us. This changes everything, whether it's a new marriage that's happening in your life or a new season without a partner, whether it's a new baby that's to be born soon or a new loss that you're dealing with. Maybe it's a new job. Or it's the loss of your job. Or a new tax plan. Or something else. God is ahead of us. Whether it's chemo treatments or a move in some unexpected direction, God is ahead of us. There's nowhere we can go that does not include God's love, God's presence, God's care. As the psalmist affirms, If we go to the farthest ends of the earth, you are there, God. If we go to the highest places, you are there, God. If we go to the lowest places, you are also there, God. God is always present and always ahead of us. Friends, this is a message of Christmas. We have a with us God, a for us God, and we have a God who is always ahead of us so you know what that means it means we live a certain way it means we live open to God's presence and God's care always it means we live shaped by God's love so that we can love others and serve others it means we live with confidence and we live with grace no matter what happens with our lives pointing toward the promised reign of God 
who comes in fullness. We live striving always to open our eyes and see God's presence, sense God's care around us, and serve God, working for justice, for joy, for the things that matter most to God. We live giving our lives away in loving kindness, in delight, because God's always with us, for us, and ahead of us. May we, friends, all of us, be covered with this good news of God's love this Christmas. And may we live with faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Amen. Let us pray. Move in our midst, O God, with your power and with your presence. You are with us. You are for us. You are ahead of us. We seek to serve your great purposes following Jesus. Light of the world. Amen.